Hey guys, welcome to Gilme Talks again. Guess what? We are back with talking with Tom. I know he's been uh, very busy the past li little while. Oh, and by by the way, he's now CWO heavyweight champion. Congratulations, buddy! And we're doing talking talk, talking with Tom. And well, I've been thinking about how how to bring this up and make you all all embarrassing shit. But I think that's awesome. So I'm just gonna do a little golf chat clap. Thank you. It's reigning and defending CWO yes. championships with a <laughs> wicked defense against Jules Malone. She kicked your ass. <laughs> that lady hits hard. Um, we had a pretty good back and forth technical, and then yeah, she just started punching me in the face. But yeah, uh, so I just punched her back, and uh, worked out great for us. But uh, it was good, good match against Jules. Defeated the mighty bone crusher Steve Brown. Almost died a little bit there too. <laughs> um, yes, CWO champion. Uh, been a tough road. Been there since day one. So just about three years now. Long road and a great feeling. Um, getting a you deserve a chant from the fans is really the icing on the cake. So yeah, and also I know how much you've been. You've been working with that promotion since day one, and you do de deserve it. Call fair, clap again. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, me um, we'll talk about other people's title belts. Ah, exactly. Uh, everybody's, of course, the internet is on fire with a little bit of the bubbly <laughs> memes and assorted jokes. Chris Jericho temporarily losing the AEW championship after winning it over Hangman Page and All Out. But different versions of that floating around, you will let history decide if it was Jericho lost it on a drunken outing, too much of the bubble, or it was stolen from his bag when he left it in the limo is another version of the story, and then abandoned, or the people who claimed to have found it Claim they simply found it on the roadside, which meant Jericho just kind of left it sitting on the roof of his limo and drove away, as many of us have done with many an object. Yeah. Uh, either way, object was found by the police and returned to Jericho, so... Or it's all just a big work. And it's wrestling, you never know. But one hell of a story for the initial outing for the AEW Championship, for sure. <laughs> you Regardless can't, of which one you want to subscribe to. Because you can't write that shit. It's great. That's right. <laughs> um, speaking of AEW, uh, numbers starting to come in. They're on their third pay-per-view now, so that's great for them. All the people who oh, they won't last. We need Jeff Jarrett to come out here and make that. They said we wouldn't last X number of weeks speech. That he made every two years in TNA. <laughs> yep. Um, is, now, what is Jeff Jarrett actually doing now? Uh, he's working backstage a bit with uh, WWE. Okay. I just he haven't kind of mended with them a little bit. Haven't haven't actually seen him do anything on indies or anything like he would always pop up. But Jeff had some problems there a year or so ago, and yep. kind of went low key to take care of himself and. Uh, He's back. He signed uh, the whatever they call it, Legends Alumni deal with WWE. Where yep. He. So now he's a producer, like. Yeah, it's kind of one of those like he doesn't make money for guys they don't like, and then he gets to do his own stuff, and then they 
bring him in for things. I think he does some backstage work too. Okay. But uh, because me and Jeff Jarrett's, and we've talked about it before in the podcast, had quite a illustrious career of his own. Yep. Controversial, but uh, very illustrious. Yep. Yes, AEW doing quite well. Uh, all in their last one of the last pay-per-views had over a hundred thousand buys, so that's pretty good for a fledgling company doing better than some of the lower WWE pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, their next offering finally they're stop using the word all <laughs> uh, full gear will be Saturday November 9th from the Baltimore Royal Farms Arena so that'll be exciting to see where AEW goes with that yeah and it's good to see another big company putting out shows I really like AEW doing the different styles of matches like WWE has their own WWE style and you can see that from the card from top to bottom. You know what you're going to get from who. But getting like Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, you have Deathmatch guys. You have Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, which is the most over team they have right now. Number one selling shirt, the Luchasaurus. And honestly, I never saw Luchasaurus even getting over in, in AEW. And now he's the most one, one of the top three most popular guys like i can see jericho working luchasaurus for the aew title in six six eight months that's it's just interesting crazy. to see where aew goes for sure yeah um other big companies we're going to talk about of course new japan pro wrestling just wrapping up the g1 tournament uh surprising but unsurprising kota ibushi coming out on top of the first g1 win um kota ibushi definitely looking like the next it guy yeah for new japan and I can't blame them. He's phenomenal. Oh, he's fan fantastic. He's the guy. His matches brought me to watching DDT way back when. Yeah. And because of the Kota Ibushi, I knew about oh, Kenny Kenny Omega. Where most people, it's like, oh, you gotta watch this guy Kenny. Where I'm like, I know this Ibushi guy, and I'm following him, and then I get to learn young Kenny Kenny Omega stuff, and then and Golden. Yeah, and Golden I, lovers. Yep, Golden Golden lovers. Who I really miss in New Japan. I mean, I really miss those guys, guys there. Yeah, New Japan and the man. Unfortunately, this makes me sad, but I have to talk about this because probably my favorite. I won't necessarily say the greatest, but definitely my favorite. Jushin Thunder Liger doing his retirement tour. Jushin Liger packing it in next year uh, after phenomenal career. Inarguably, I think the greatest junior heavyweight of all time. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely agree with that. If not one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers, or just in general of all time. And I think the man has had more six six man uh, has been in more six man tags than anybody ever. Yes, and I'm going to talk about some of his phenomenal accomplishments. Uh, in terms of being the greatest junior heavyweight champion of all time. He has 11-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, which no one else is even close. And he also has the record for the longest reign as the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion with 628 days. That beats Punk's title run. Crushes it by almost 200 days. And here's the thing. I don't count Brock Lesnar's bullshit title run. They're just like, we got to be Punk. So they give Brock the belt, and he wrestled like six times. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I think Punk is the longest 
longest longest reigning modern day champ. But yeah, Liger's also tied with Koji Kanemoto, aka Tiger Mask three, uh, three time best of Super Junior tournament winner, six time Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion winner. He was the Young Lion Cup winner back in 1986. He has a two-time Super J Cup winner in 1995 and 2000. He's a former WWF light heavyweight champion, two-time former NWA junior heavyweight champion, and a former WCW cruiserweight champion, as well as being in the first ever match on WCW Nitro. He's also, there's way more than I could ever humanly talk about in a single episode. Uh, also held titles in All-Star Wrestling, CMLL, Dragon Gate, Jersey All-Pro Wrestling, Michinoku Pro, Asako Pro, Noah, Revolution Pro, and War. To name some of the major promotions he's held titles in. In a party, in a pair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, Mask versus Mask, he unmasked Tiger Mask. Three and the Pegasus Kid, who we're not allowed to talk about that guy in wrestling anymore, but very huge mask versus mask feuds as well, as well as notable feuds with Grey Muda, Ultimo Dragon, virtually everyone. Uh, he has wrestled Brian Danielson, aka Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he has wrestled everyone. Like he was around in the eighties. He was around in. He's 50-something years old now, and he's wrestled his entire life. Because didn't Liger start when he was, like, really little? Yeah. He was like, really... Not physically little, like young. Yeah. He, when you say young boy, he was a young, young boy. Uh, as well as popularizing such moves as the Liger Bomb, Fisherman's Buster, and the Rolling Wheel Kick. Uh, Wait, the, the, he did the kick? Yeah, the rolling wheel kick, that yeah, was Liger. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was doing that in, like, 1987. And now, like, every indie guy out there does it, but... Oh, yeah, of course. Because... Loki, Loki knocks people the fuck out with it. Yeah, because Loki doesn't, uh... He, 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 Loki doesn't really hold back his his punches or kicks well. Or he looks like he's actually killing people. Yeah, he but. just... get Jim Cornette will talk for seven hours about why he doesn't like Loki. Uh, eh, yeah, go check out any of his podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah. So Jushin Liger wrapping up a phenomenal thirty plus year career in 2020. So enjoy this last tour he's doing. He's doing some top notch matches again. So check it out when you can because end of an era for sure. And he's one of those guys who I've always known. I've always followed. I've always respected him. As Tom hits himself in the face with a pen, that was great. Um, Hey, he got it. But I can't even even say the name properly. I just always call him Liger because I fuck up the name. And it's close to my own name, which is crazy. But (laughs) my name's Gilmy, not Justin. But um, he is one of those guys who, when I saw him on WCW Nitro, I really liked him and I tried to find anything I possibly could. I was getting the tapes from this downtown video store that was getting like weird wet wrestling tapes and that's how I discovered Cactus Jack too so um but Liger is I, I think he's one of those guys that has been around so long that he just got taken for granted and people forget he's done all this stuff 
Like he's been in every single promotion from North America, Japan. Like he's been in Mexico. He's been in Europe. He's been and not everywhere. just been there. Been yeah. a top star in yeah. all of those. Yeah, he's been like a top draw, top star, and even recently, yeah. uh, two years ago when he wrestled 2017, he wrestled Tyler Breeze on uh, NXT yeah. Takeover pay per view. Yeah, and he looked really good. Like, where I think Breeze was actually having to keep up. Like, and he was like 48, 47. And he's one of those guys I've never seen without the mask, and I'm hoping I never actually see him. See him, see him without the mask. To your knowledge, has he ever lost a mask match? He has never lost a mask versus mask match. Uh, yeah. Liger was unmasked. During his feud with the great Muda, uh, I couldn't tell you the year specifically no, off the top of my because head. Because him and Muda were fighting on and off for years. Yes, but honestly, I still think you put Liger and Muda in a match right now. That would probably be better um, than ninety percent of the matches on on that card. Uh, Muda tore apart Liger's mask, and Liger transformed into the Cashin. Okay. And he had a face paint and body paint underneath and became a more vicious animal. I'm doing air quotes. The fans oh, can't yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, and he still lost to the evil Muda. But it was a temporary, darker transformation of the Liger character. To my knowledge, that's the only time Liger has been publicly unmasked during the match. Cool. Well, and anyone listening... Go check out a LIGO match. Um, if you want NXT, go check out a match versus Tyler Breeze. Go check out his amazing ones with Muda. Go check out anything from New Japan. Um, check out <laughs> check out Jushin Liger versus Hayabusa. He kicks the crap out of Hayabusa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he kind of he lays it in a little bit. All right. Speaking of laying it in. CWO Thursday Night Slam. <laughs> uh, Thursday, September 19th, we're going to do an abbreviated version of our indie showdown because we're already halfway through the <laughs> And also, guys, uh, kids have gone back to school. Me and Tom have been really, really busy. Tom's been wrestling pretty much full-time now, which uh, I, I kind of keep, uh, keep bugging him to... Uh, Hey, when are we doing the podcast? Well, I'm wrestling seven days next week, and, uh, well, I have the time between three There's and four. There's only four, don't exactly. <laughs> I know. I got a life, too. I can't just blame it. Blame it. Blame it, Tom. All right. Um, Thursday, September 19th, CWO, our first ever Thursday night show, uh, The Rock Pile, The Cadet, will be defending the CWO championship against Jocelyn Roy. Should be a very interesting matchup. Jocelyn's a very uh, great athlete, but very unorthodox. So I'll be very challenged that night. Uh, Jules Malone has a rematch against Pretty Ricky Woodley. And, <laughs> and that's always fun. The match a lot of people personally want to see are the newly formed designated hitters of Steve Brown and Wandering Wade versus the Careless Dynasty. I want to see them kill them. That's what a lot of people want to see. I want to see Steve Brown, Brown, Brown break Marcus Gold. Just, just like, just like crumple him up like a little ball and then throw, just make him go splat against something. 
Plans are still available, just $15. Ah, awesome, man. Uh, Friday, September 20th, 7 p.m., Smash Wrestling is at Fanshawe College in London. Welcome to the Proving Ground. As many of Tyson Duke's students and a few local competitors compete against the superstars of Smash. Uh, a couple of big matches I'm personally looking forward to. Jordan James versus Carter Mason. I have personally known Jordan for several years now. It's probably been about three years most of my career, no, Jordan. Uh, we met at a Coedine or seminar a couple years ago. And he is one of Tyson Duke's original students. And he is a hardworking and speedy little bastard. I wrestled him and almost threw up because he's tough to keep up with. And Carter Mason is a guy who is always looking to raise the bar. So I'm predicting those two are going to really tear the house down. Uh, also, Big Jim Strider takes on John Greed, so I want to see that because that's just going to be like that's, rugged, baby. What's the lovely word? Slobberknocker. Yeah, JRism. Yep. Uh, 7.30 p.m., jumping the other end of the province to St. Anthony's Banquet Hall in Ottawa. C4 has Undisputed Season 13 premiere. And then also here in Southern Ontario, 7.30 p.m., Crossbody Pro Wrestling returns with their showcase series number 18, featuring a lot of students and the stars of today and tomorrow. The Autobahn Memorial Tournament for the Gold, Night 4, continues. It's a round-robin tournament, point standings, very similar to G1. The winner of the overall tournament will receive a Crossbody Pro Wrestling Championship shot in 2020. So a pretty good opportunity for a lot of up-and-comers. Kenneth uh, has, of course, made a couple appearances in the alternate round. Hasn't gone so well for him, but always there to fight. Uh, that's, of course, coming from the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Academy, 69 Angus Street in Kitchener. Uh, also that night, in, of course, the mighty greater Toronto area, 8 p.m., Superkick Wrestling presents Area 416 from the Great Hall in Toronto. Saturday, September 21st, 6 p.m., BCWA presents Take Me to Your Leader, coming out of Wyandotte, Michigan. 6.30 p.m., CWF is in Burks Fall, Ontario, at the Memorial Arena. 7 p.m., International Wrestling Syndicate presents Blood, Sweat, and Beers 2019, uh, featuring Fraternity versus Gymnasty Boys. That is coming out of Club Unity in Montreal, Quebec. 7 p.m., Revenge Pro Wrestling presents Wrestle Rage, coming into the Avalon Conference Center and Hotel in Erie, Pennsylvania. 7 p.m., Battle Arts Pro, coming out of the Battle Arts Arena at 4880 Tompkins Road in Toronto. And at 8 p.m., Battle Rock, coming out of the High Luck Bar in Toronto, featuring Holden Albright versus Joey Threat. And Battle Rock is... It's a one-off show. It is a combination of wrestling and rock and roll, okay. mostly presented by Lucha, Demand Lucha. Sunday, September 22nd, 1 p.m., CWO is back again. We're packing it these days. Uh, to the rock pile with Back to School, once again, Cadet, your CWO champion, because, let's face it, I'm the man, I'm going to hold that belt forever. <laughs> um, I will be the cadet will be there uh, the size of the title we obviously don't know because there's a match in between Gregory Iron will be appearing uh, other big matches include R.C. Fury versus the Cuban hitman Rodrigo Montoya 
Alessandro Del Bruno will be taking on Pretty Ricky Woodley. And another big time matchup that if you want to see the Carlos Dynasty die, well, brother, John Kane and a partner will be taking on the Carlos Dynasty in the fans bring me weapons match. Sorry, just one second. This is for Carlos Dynasty right here. You're going to need 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 more of it. Well, a couple of these after, guys. Yeah. So yes, once again, 55, 55 Dundas Street West, the Rock Pile in Toronto. Come check that show out. 2 p.m. Torture Chamber Wrestling. I'm going to Montreal present show, Showcase Sunday, 17, 4325 Industrial Boulevard in Montreal. 4 p.m. Alpha One, King of Heart 2019, Hamilton. 4 p.m. Crossfire Wrestling has fired up 2019. 5 p.m. Pro Wrestling Empire presents Resurrection in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, featuring an appearance by JR and the King for uh, VIP autograph signing. Oh, wow. Uh, 5 p.m. in Toronto, Greek Town Wrestling presents Farewell to Sunny Kiss Deuces. Uh, Sunny Kiss moving on to bigger and better things. 310 Danforth Street in Toronto. 5 p.m. Powerbomb Wrestling prevents September Showdown from the St. Clements Hall in Toledo, Ohio. I've just always been dying for a moment when our show could talk about Toledo, Ohio for some reason. <laughs> so I got it today. There yep. you go. Thank you, Powerbomb Wrestling. Friday, September 27th, 7 p.m. PWA returns to the Red Chevron in Guelph. Uh, Easy Eric Carney will be defending the Pure Wrestling Championship against Kobe Durst. 7.30 p.m. Clash Wrestling presents Clash Money coming out of the Branson Sports Center in Branson, Michigan. Featuring their champion Jody Threat, their women's champion Jody Threat, defending against Heidi Katrina. Saturdays. Wait, Heidi Katrina is coming, coming where? Because I personally love her. Brownstone, Michigan. Brown. Yeah, I don't have a passport. <laughs> Bit of a drag for us. Yeah. But definitely, people in Michigan want to check that show out. Clash Wrestling. Saturday, September 28th, 5 p.m., Border City Wrestling presents Brawl in the Fall, coming out of Fort Erie Native Friendship Center. Uh, another big-time match. Another Jim Strider taking on Tara once again. That's uh, going to be a showdown. My chest hurts just... Thinking about it. That's right. 6 p.m. Empire State Wrestling presents Overdrive coming out of the St. Johannesburg Fire Hall. 7 p.m. PWA also returns to the Alpine Club in Kitchener. A big match that night. Tex Lexus versus from the Temple facing off against Corey Spade in a lumberjack match with each side's assorted factions at ringside. Uh, the Temple and the United Front will be at ringside as lumberjacks. So that is. Surely to be an out-of-control mayhem. And that will be at the Alpine Club in Kitchener. Finishing off September the 29th, 3 p.m., the Ohio Valley, sorry, the Ohio Wrestling Alliance presents First in Fight, 65 East State Street in Columbus, Ohio. So September still packed month. You got the back to school blahs, the fall blahs. Go check out some fantastic wrestling. Because you, you guys know wrestling is just fun. Lose, lose your lose your head 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 in the uh, in the moment and just enjoy the show of couple couple folks beating the hell out of each other for your entertainment. Oh, and also one other thing I do got to mention. 
this is way in January, but I gotta drop it. Tom, Tom's already laughing. He knows. Death Proof Fight Club is coming back to the rock, the rock bio at Tom. Fifty five, fifty five, Dundas Street West in Toronto. Thank you. And it's going to be a fantastic time. Just they're already selling uh, VIP tickets. And if you know anything about Death Proof, the VIPs always sell out. And I'll be getting mine soon. So go go check out Death Proof Fight Club. Get 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 those tickets now because I'm going to be front and center at one of the tables again, which will be fun. Especially when somebody somebody lands on it, spills my beer. So I just gotta get up and buy it, buy it another one. Oh darn, more beer! <laughs> it's gonna be a hugging rampage from Justin that night. Oh yeah, it just as you know, I'm a hugger. I know, especially when I've been drinking, and also my dad. Notorious <laughs> hugger. Yeah, I know, I'm a hugger. Uh, anything else, Tom? Still reigning and defending. CWO champion. The cadet, right right here, folks. And I will not call him Private Parts. <laughs> that, that's a, that nefarious Private Parts. That guy's a different guy. We don't get along. Oh, yeah. I know. We're going to get referee Tom to separate us all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, three faces of Foley, three faces of Air Tom. There we go. All right, guys. Once again, we've had so much fun recording this. Thank you very, very much for uh, listening. I'm just going to knock out the sponsors right now. Or, yeah, well, I like that. I'm going to knock out the uh, the sponsors right now. Go check out Solid Designs on Instagram. Tell them Gilmy sent you. You need a logo. You need anything drawn up for you. Amazing artist who knows what he's doing. Go check Hayden out. And also, Bats in the Belfry Art is do, taking commission work now, guys. That is very cool. You get in. You get to support a local independent artist doing the d- drawings and artwork that you want. Go check out Bats in in the Belfry Art. Art right now. She has a deal for an, a nine by a nine by by twelve inch drawing for only sixty bucks. Two characters, three characters. You got to work that out with her. I have no fucking clue, but you got go check her out. Tabby Lynn on the Sensi page because Tom Tom always says make your shit smell good. There you go. <laughs> I love throwing th- I love throwing throwing shit to Tom because he has no idea what I'm what I'm at, I'm at talking about and doing sponsors with him is always fun. And the last one but not least, go check out the loveshop.com folks. They're still sponsoring me. They're back because they weren't for like two or three three episodes. Their check didn't clear. <laughs> so, I kid, I kid. You you guys know it. But go check out theloveshop.com for any personal adult needs. Justin and I are both that, that too big of fans of the love shop. You gotta keep the ladies, you gotta keep the the ladies ladies guessing, guys. Because you break out some something new, your month is going to be fantastic. Alright guys, thanks for uh, listening and I will talk to you later. Bye guys.